Good morning, boys and girls. We are here with the eighth episode. We're joined today by Mr. Lees. Morning. How are we? Very good, thank you. Right, we can. Quiet one. Quiet. Quiet one. Steady one. Yeah. Good summer. It was lovely, thank you. Yeah. Got away to France, which was dead nice. Where about to France? Um, just on the kind of west coast, near to the Bay of Biscay. Um, we managed to avoid the heat waves. There was a heat wave just before we went. Heat wave just afterwards, so it was perfect. Yeah, we were about the heat wave last episode, to be fair. Yeah. In England, it was horrible. Yeah, we managed to avoid it in France. It was it was hotter in France, but managed to avoid both sides of it. Yeah, that's that's, that's convenient, to be fair. I, I, we were saying we just didn't cope well at all. I didn't even get an introduction, but hello. All right, oh, yeah, uh, Chaz is back. Ch- yeah, Chaz is back um, yeah. for the second episode yeah. of the year, which is nice. Morning, Chaz. Nice Always a pleasure. Cheers, yeah. Always a pleasure. Right, then. okay. We'll start it off with the age-old question. Go-to meal deal. Do you know, I actually got an inside track on this being one of the questions, <laughs> and I, I still haven't got an easy answer because it's totally... Do you get totally, a meal deal watch? I do, yeah, 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 yeah. Even though they've gone up to 350, um, slash three quid with a, with a club card, um, I do. So uh, the, I'll tell you the last one I had. Last one was the all-day breakfast mm. with a coffee, the iced coffee, that is. All-day breakfast, iced coffee, and a twirl. Really? Which iced coffee? It's the, there's two, there's one in a brown, one of the brown lid, one of the blue lid. Yeah. Lattes, I think they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I went with the one with the brown lid. Yeah. Because I think the blue lid might have been uh, decaffeinated and I need a bit of caffeine. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. I've, I've, I religiously have a coffee in the morning now, to be fair. I didn't used to. But the iced coffee just wake you up a bit, to be fair. I, that's, that's one of the more respectable ones, too. All day breakfast, though, is a bit, bit stodgy. It's mm. just absolute full of, um, it's just, well, there's three of them for starters. Yeah, um, and there was quite it took quite, quite a bit of eating. That's normally my go-to if I'm starving. To be fair, if I, if I need some food, then I will, I will go for that. But if not, then I'll stick to the chicken and bacon baguette, which has stayed yeah. the same now for like a full year. It does bang though, doesn't it? Fun fact: a year ago today was the podcast anniversary. Oh, podcast wow. now been going for a full year. Wow, magical, really. I wow. think. A year ago today, we sat there, Mr. Beggs. Deserves some sort of celebration. I know. Oh, yeah. Some probably, sort of recognition. Should probably have a kitchen party. Do you reckon? Probably. Something be rude like not to. It would be rude not to. All right, and so let's talk. Let's talk about your career. Okay. What What's your official title at a school? What do you What do you do? So my official title is deputy head teacher. That sounds dead impressive. That does. Thanks is very much. It, is it impressive? <laughs> um, it's not as It's not as Hollywood as it sounds. It's not as Hollywood as it sounds. So if, if Miss Johnson fell ill, would you become? There are three of us. Mrs. Oh. Kadri, as, as senior deputy, would, would step in. Right. Um, but, yeah, in, in terms of kind of, you know, a designated survivor, I'd be quite near the top of the list. Who, who, so you... Dr. Kadri. Mitchell. You, Kadri, Dr. Mitchell. Yeah. 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 I didn't know deputy as. Mm. We've now all, we've had all of the deputies on the podcast. Wow. Just need Mrs. Johnson. We though. do need Mrs. Johnson. She's too big time for us, I think. Do you reckon, do you reckon she'd be too big? Well, if it was, so, you know, if, if she was aware that it was a 12-month anniversary special, mm. maybe that mm. might persuade her. Perhaps. Possibly. Perhaps. So what does that entail, then, as, as deputy head? What other responsibilities do you have that so I'm other in, teachers don't? I'm in charge of <clears throat> teaching and learning across the whole school. So making sure that teachers are, are, are teaching lessons that are engaging, interesting, that they're following the curriculum preparing students for the exams appropriately. Uh, but I also oversee other things, so I'm, a, I'm a, a, a safeguarding link, so I pick up safeguarding issues that happen in school as well. So if there's an issue about student safety, for example, that might come to me. Um, I oversee transfers into the school as well. 
So if you've got a student who applies from another school to come here, um, I would organise though halfway through the year, I would organise those transfers from other schools to come in to our school. Fair enough. So have you always been at Blythe then? No, I haven't. Yeah. Um, this is the fourth school I've worked at. Really? Yeah. How yeah. long have you worked here for? So this is my eighth year. Is it right? So just started my eighth year here. Yeah. So I started here in 2015. Oh, um, just the year before or so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. God, we've been here for so long. Yeah, I know. We actually have. So bad. It's really depressing. Time flies and it does get faster as you get older as well. I know, I don't really want to leave. Yeah. I feel like the world's quite scary when you leave school. It's scary but exciting. Yeah, it is. It's dead, it's dead easy here. Everything's done for. Where did, where did you go to uni? So I went to uni in Manchester, University of Manchester. Right. Um, did a degree in geography there. In geography? I thought you were in history too. I did. Yeah, it's my little known. It's it's a it's kind of a dark secret that I don't tell the students <laughs> that I teach until after they've sat their GCSE in history. That by the time they've sat their third exam, they are more qualified to teach history than I am. <laughs> Why did you not know history at GCSE or anything? Well, my, my my deep dark secret is I have no qualification in history at all. No GCSE, no A level. So I chose geography over history. I didn't do A level history either. Um, I then didn't do a degree in history. So how are you, how how are you allowed? That's to a great do question. It? How am I allowed how, to be here? How are you allowed to do history? Like, anyone says my sleeves, I always say history teacher. History teacher. You taught yeah. Me history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why did um, you not teach geography then? Yeah, I've been blagging it for 16 years. <laughs> so basically... You've been the... teaching for 16 years? 16 years, yeah. Don't mind my asks here, how old are you? 40. No, you're not. Really? We had that same reaction when Gebo told us he was 40, to be fair. I can't... I wouldn't I, think it. So yeah, um, the boring answer is that when I started teaching in 2006, 2007, there were no jobs. There were no jobs that were for geography teachers. So they advertised, there wasn't anything kind of that I was able to do that was match my qualification, geography. So there was loads of humanities jobs instead, which is a bit of everything. Right, a bit yeah. of history, a so bit of geography, a bit of citizenship. Yeah. So I took on a, a humanities job as my first job. Um, ended up teaching loads of history. Yeah. And then in my, my fourth year of teaching, I became head of history at a school in Stoke. With that's, a geography degree. With a geography degree. That's, that's, that's quite... Yeah. That's Just incredible. don't spread it. Don't let anyone know. It's yeah. not going on a school podcast. That has over 1,500 views, you know. It's nice. Yeah, just keep it on the down low. Don't yeah, tell yeah. anyone. Stupid. I'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it is incredible, though. So, what, what did you think of uni, then? Loved it. Yeah. I, I went to did a school... Did the three years there? I did, yeah. My, I went to a school where um, there was much more of a focus on kind of managing the kids' behaviour, so I didn't feel as though I learned lots from school. Mm. Went to college... Loved it. I went to university and really loved it mm. um, because I got to focus on things that I was really passionate about, really interested in. Um, I, my, my background is that there was nobody in my family who'd ever been to uni before, uh, nobody to college actually. Um, so when I got a chance to go to uni, I decided I'm, I'm going to really give it my best, give it my all. Um, and so when I got, got my degree in geography, I was dead proud. Um, did, did you only do three years? Like? Did three years, yeah. yeah. That's the same for us who know in our family yeah, in no. uni. Yeah. I don't think it's that. I don't know for our, our, our generation. I don't think many of our parents. There's a few, but I think that there's loads of people like, out of all our parents that have been you. No, not really. I can't think. Maybe Reese's dad. Reese's dad. That's yeah. it. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, from my, from my school I went to, I didn't really know what it was. My school had never told me. You're, what, you're local, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stoke, yeah. yeah. Where, whereabouts? Um, from Hanley. Oh, right. 
Oh, what a place. Rough city. Rough. <laughs> but you said it, not me. Um, so that Chelsea's girlfriend lives there. So yeah, oh, uh, yeah, so I went to um, a school in Hanley, uh, in high school in Hanley, and then um, ended up working at Blythe. That's it. Yeah. Right, um, my next question is, what's your fondest memory of uni? And I thought, self, you aren't really going to be able to answer this properly, are you? So you have to give it a think of something that's suitable for a, for a, for a school podcast. So my fondest memory of uni was because I did the geography degree, <clears throat> you get to go on field work. Oh, yeah, I bet. So I, in my, at the end of my second year at uni, we did field work in Crete, which is one of the Greek islands. Oh, yeah. Um, Just paid for it. We did. Um, but it was subsidised. Yeah. So we got to go to Crete for five days. That's um, quite Should we do geography at uni? You get loads of like, cheap holidays, though. <laughs> it wasn't a holiday, it was hard work. Was so it? So we were, we were doing things like um, measuring the rates of erosion in a gorge. We were looking at the physical geography um, of, the, of the landscape of southern Crete. And obviously, you know, looking at the, the, the cultural uh, side of things in the evenings. Right. So the day you'd be, like, looking at rocks and stuff. Looking at rocks and stuff. I still am baffled that you're a geography teacher. It, in my head, your whole label is like history. And I feel like my whole life's been alive. So, did a great job of faking it, is that what you're saying? Yeah. What did you teach us? Na- uh, na- was, it like the out- out- was it like the concentration camp? Yeah. So, we did, we did um, Nazi <clears throat> Germany. Yeah, that's it. I remember watching that film where like, they chuck some bloke in a wheelchair out of the, the window. Pianist, yeah. The pianist, well remembered. What? It was all right, that film, must be fair. What a film. Yeah, it's Crack quite it. all right, to be fair. So then, after uni, you then do teacher training? No. <laughs> no. no. Straight, <laughs> straight to the classroom. I was history, you, not a clue. Yeah, what we're we doing here. Um, <laughs> you, but I, I wondered whether you'd, you'd work out the maths in your head that if I've been teaching 16 years and I'm 40, there's two years that's unaccounted for there between when I graduated and when I started teaching. So what did you So know? when I graduated... I had no idea what I wanted to do. So, mm. so I've been so focused on doing well on my A-levels, doing well on my degree, I got no idea what job to do. Not a clue. <clears throat> um, I didn't have a positive experience at school, so teaching wasn't on the radar at all at that stage. Um, so I ended up doing like a temp job, working a, as a, a Christmas temp in game. In oh, I thought you were going to say Tesco then. I got no, no, excited. No. I did work at uh, Morrison's as a student. Oh, God. But my yeah, first, yeah. what I would call my first proper job was working at game in Hanley when I, when I graduated. And then you did that for? For just over two years. Um, so I worked in retail basically for two years and, and that was because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And, so, then, and then the teacher just... Yeah, a, a friend of mine was talking to me and his wife is a teacher and she'd said when talking about kind of jobs and careers, have you ever thought about teaching? And up to that point, literally up to that point of, of, of talking to her about it, I'd never given it a second thought. Because in my head, I thought, well, didn't really like school that much. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not the sort of person who likes being in front of large numbers of people. Mm. So the whole idea of teaching was like, not on the table for me at all. And only off the back of that conversation where I thought, well, I'll try and find out more about it, that I decided that teaching would be where I would, where I'd end up. You're in a similar position, aren't you, really? Yeah, I don't have a clue uh, at all. But uh, on Wednesday... Are you going? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On we need to be there for ten past eight. I know. On Wednesday, we've got, um, we're have got we going Edgbaston for a apprenticeship fair or something. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping, because I'm not sure if I want to go to uni or not. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that if there's something that interests me at that thing, then I'll, give, I'll have a look into it. But 
I'm still not sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm case in point that you don't need to know from a young age what you need to do for the rest of your life. That's you know, one of the questions, actually. Not right. What did you want to do when you were younger? What was the, what was the dream, little little Mister Lee's? Young Mister Lee's. What you know, and your mum and dad so, were like, "What do you want to be when you're older?" I, so. if if you'd have asked me at fourteen, up until the age of probably about sixteen, I would have said I wanted to be a lawyer. Yeah. So I had a real interest in law and that sort of thing, you know, legal, be, being a lawyer, that sort of thing. So I did A-level law. I was, that's what I was going to ask. What A-levels did you do? So I did, didn't do history. Did um, <laughs> law, geography, business, and then we did a subject called general studies. Yeah, I've heard that. Which was like like pub quiz knowledge, basically. Yeah. Um, countries and capital cities. Um, <laughs> Everyone who I talk, like any, any managers like over the age of 35, like, oh yeah, if you did general studies, like... General well, study. Pub quiz knowledge. It got to the point where I stopped going and no one noticed. So <laughs> right. I, I think everybody just had this arrangement where eventually people just kind of stopped going to the course what? or turn up to the exam. What did you get? Got an A. Did you? <laughs> Which is probably the you... wrong lesson to be teaching people who are about to sit A-levels, but um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. basically don't go to your lessons. Don't go to lessons, rock up to the exam, exam and just smash your exam. Yeah. Basically. Oh, I wish yeah. it was, we always yeah. say that. Every single politics lesson like Oh, I wish the final exam was just like like 41 markers. Just all knowledge. Just knowledge. And that's yeah. what general studies was. It just was essentially a great big paper of general knowledge. <laughs> I couldn't have got away with that with geography, law and business though. What did you get in your other A-levels? I got a B in law, got an A in geography and I got a B in business. Never fancy going into business? I think you've got to be really cutthroat, haven't you, mm. to go into business. And actually, when I, when mm. I was working... After I graduated, working in retail, essentially that kind of was business, and yeah, you're yeah. making, you make it's yeah. all about selling things and making money, and and I found that I could do it, but just didn't enjoy it. Mm. You know, I felt like I was just making money for somebody else. I was I was putting in loads of effort, and that's what I'm like now. I work, I've moved to the phone shop in Tesco. And it's like there's no commission. I'm just like, yeah, just making money here for like not me, and 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 it was great at the time, and made loads of friends. Who I'm still friends with now. But the reality was, it, it wasn't something I could see myself doing forever. Mm. Have you still got a lot of mates from, like, uni or not? Not from uni, because we each ended up going back to where you we were from. And there were people all over. So people from yeah, Newcastle, yeah. on time, people from London, me from Stoke. So we ended up going, kind of spreading back out again. Did you go Manchester Ave or Matt? University of Manchester. Oh. Smart. Yeah. All the delinquents at Matt and Manchester. Just to lose it. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Right, um, we're going to go to a few hypothetical questions now. So, Ooh, nice. Okay. Okay. Right, you know, mm-hmm. think about, about these. First one, yeah? Tell your 18-year-old self one thing. Oof. Goodness me. Um, that's a really good question. Just go so when I was 18, I felt really pressured to know what I wanted to do. So it seemed like everybody else had got a really clear idea on what they were going to do. And certainly when I started uni, um, everybody seemed to have a really clear career plan on what they wanted to do. I didn't have that at all. And so what I'd say to myself is, just don't worry about it. I used to stress a lot about not having a clue as to what career route to go down. But my advice to my 18-year-old self would be, don't stress about it. Don't worry about it. and as long as you work hard, eventually you will find the thing you want to do. That's Stella I always come up with when I was when I remember when we were in lockdown, like 
I remember like for three weeks we just watched seven hours on like and we figure out what you need to do, figure out what you need to do, you know, all that. Yeah. And it was just like Oh yeah, and then I did figure out what I wanted to do and I found that once I'd figured it out that motivated me. But also the idea of uni. Cause I don't because yeah. like, what I want to go to uni for, I don't think that's what I want to go into my career for. But I just think the idea of uni going off living on your own in a different city for yeah, three yeah. years. It's meant. Did you yeah. stay in halls for first year and then? I did, I stayed in halls for first year and then lived in a house for two years after that. Mm. And it was, it's great, it's brilliant. All, do you get all lads or mixed? Um, it's all lads. What was it? Yeah. Carnage. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was really good, really good experience. Especially um, in Manchester as well. In Manchester at that time as well, like, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. It was, oh. it was, it was a, a good time to be there. I was just like a dream. Um, yeah, it was a good time to be there. So yeah, um, the advice would be to not worry. We've got, we've got a new hypothetical one this week. We normally stick to the same ones. Like we haven't really changed them. There we go. We've got a new one, yeah. Okay. Guinea pig. Yeah, essentially. If you were trapped, you can be trapped in any TV show, yeah. But you're trapped in there. So you you got to pick a TV show you choose to be trapped in, and pick what character's body you choose to be, in the TV show that you're trapped in. I can't think of an answer still. I'm thinking it. I just don't know. So that is a fabulous question. Um, it's a fabulous question. So, it's only because I've watched it fairly recently. I would have to go with um, Obi-Wan Kenobi in um, Obi-Wan. Does he not get killed? Does he Darth Vader kills? No, in the TV series, Kenobi. Oh. So in the TV series, Kenobi, that's on Disney+, Plus. I'm not... You know, it's not an advert. Sponsored advert. Sponsored by. Use code Mr. Lee for um, 10% off. I just love that TV show. I've watched it through a couple of times now. <laughs> and the and, 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 and um, Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan is brilliant. So if I could be anybody, I would be Obi-Wan in Star Wars Obi-Wan. Would you then continue to be through the trilogy well, it, films? It, it, up, yeah, up to where um, Alec Guinness, a different actor, takes over. And it goes a bit downhill for Obi-Wan in terms of story there, doesn't it? Spoiler alert. But, um, I feel like you're really, really aggravated by this. You were a bit devastated by it. I, I am a massive Obi-Wan, well, massive Star Wars fan, it, it, but, but it, Obi-Wan in particular. Who played him? Because it was different actors, weren't they? It's only been Ewan McGregor. And then the old Don. And then Alec Guinness in the original one. Right, yeah. Which one don't you like? So... It's not that I don't like him, it's just obviously what happens to the character in the Star Wars films. Yeah. Because he gets chopped in half by Darth Vader. Um, yeah. So I, I, I would go with Obi-Wan, alive and kicking, yeah. in the TV series. I respect that. You've thought of one, yeah. I, I haven't, no. I, was, I love The Office, and I was going to say David Brent, but his life's so sad. He's got such a sad life. He ends up, he ends up gigging around the country, just... On his own, yeah. getting made fun of, and he gets sacked, he loses his job, and yeah, but he also gets paid an absolute fortune for doing um, out of hours coaching sessions. <laughs> no, he does. Simply the best. <laughs> yeah. He does give Dawn a bit too much money in yeah. terms of um, in terms of commission, there, doesn't he? But um... Way too much. that didn't. What that was where he took off his shirt and he just had the vest on. And he started dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd, I know who he's going for. I'd have gone Keith. If it was the office, though, I would have gone Keith. Keith. So Keith. Keith Scott Jag. Yeah. Yeah. Keith. I know exactly who you're going for. Jake Pearl. Yeah. <laughs> you ever watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine? No, I haven't, no. It's so good. He's obviously, he's I've lit. watched it like 12 times. He's watched, it's like, how many seasons is it? <laughs> seven. He's watched seven seasons wow. 12 times. Yeah. It, I've, I've watched it in excess of amount of times, but it is just so good. 
doing the maths on that, it's over 80 hours of your life you never get oh, back. I worked it out, I think it's like, it's like six or seven days or something. Yeah. Because every, every episode's 20 minutes and there's like 20 episodes in a season. That is genuinely seven days you're never, just, are you re-watching it now? No, I'm watching Jeffrey Dahmer and... You watched Not about. yet, no. It's on my watch list, but I've not watched it yet. Oh, no. I can't. I tried to you know, watch the first episode and I just couldn't bring I, myself I think to. it's going to be quite... From the trailers I've seen, it's going to be quite a difficult watch. It, it, it is. I was going to say Jeffrey Dahmer for this question, but I thought that was a bit controversial, so I didn't bother. Yeah, you I can't know. be Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, given how he had to decorate in his house and things, it would be quite <laughs> controversial, I imagine. It is a really... It's a really good series. It's a bit, it's a bit gruesome, but really interesting. I think I know what I'd pick. Go on, then. Farm and Sam. <laughs> Everyone just loves him, don't he? Like, it turns up, saves day. Goes home. Goes home. Has a bath, back on it tomorrow. It's just like keeps, a hero. Yeah, keeps Ponty Bandy safe. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you know? How come you know like this? Have you got children? Yeah, I have, yeah. I've got, I've got a seven-year-old and a three-year-old, four-year-old. Now. Have you? Yeah. Oh, mad. Was it his yeah. birthday recently? Over the summer. His birthday. Yeah, both of them. But they're both summer, so they were both over the summer holidays. Uh, What's it like being a dad? Um... So all that time I used to have to do reading and, and all the other stuff I used to enjoy doing, Star Wars. it's all gone. Is it? Um, but <laughs> it's all gone. I, I, I do get now to indoctrinate my kids into Star Wars yeah. and watch it all over again. You're a big Star Wars fan. I'm so. a big Star Wars fan. Yeah. He's yeah. literally got, I don't know what character that is, but it's Star Wars mug. It's a clone trooper mug. <laughs> is that, was it, what's a stormtrooper then? So, great question, glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> How long have we got left? So, um, yeah, based, so, long story short, stormtroopers in the films... And then clone troopers are all in the prequels. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Right, next hypothetical. In fact, I've I've got a I've got a question about schooling. Okay. You can you can reform one thing about like state mm. state like you know like national curriculum. Mm. What would you change? Because it's like I know a lot of academies now, you know, in the local area mm. have got a lot more power on what mm. they can do now. Mm. And obviously we're still state run. Mm-hmm. But if there was one thing you could reform, mm. what would it be? So I think when I first started teaching, 2006, seven, there was still a lot of courses out there for students who didn't want to pursue a solely academic route. So, for example, if you, if you saw your future career going sort of into kind of construction mm. and, and down that route, there were courses you could start in year 10 or year 11 that would enable you to get the qualification to go down the construction route, for example. Um, those courses just don't exist anymore. What do they do? So you could, you could do a BTEC <coughs> in construction and there'd be practical elements where you would go and build things, you'd build a wall, you'd, you'd learn how to, learn, learn to you know, lay bricks properly, yeah. mix the right um, cement in the right sort of um, ratios and things like that. Um, you would learn that in school and then that would be the thing you'd need to then go and do either an apprenticeship in it or, it'd or whatever. It'd two yeah. years at college, wouldn't and it? And so if you... If you if you decided you didn't want to go on the academic route early on, you, you didn't have to. That is actually a great point, because like, I'm thinking about it now, and I've got quite a few mates that have got apprenticeships in construction and whatnot, and like, they have pretty much... like Primary school is fair enough, because like, you actually are just learning general things, but they have wasted quite a few years just in a classroom writing things. When they know they're never going to yeah. yeah. end up in... Anything. So that's one thing I'd change. I think mm. there needs to be the flexibility for schools to be able to offer those courses that I mean, currently don't exist. The closest thing you've got is that DT, isn't it, really? And that's not that. It's not that at it's all. Just a bit of woodwork, yeah. maybe. Something yeah. like that. Mm. That's, a, that's a really good one. I, I quite like that one. Yeah, because it is true. I, I, I often used to think that of, like, 
a lot of the subjects you were, it, it was like, what, what's the word? Compulsory. Like. Music. Yeah. Art. Citizenship. All Drama. that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Food techno. But you only did that up until year nine, I suppose. And then you went into what you actually wanted to do. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I like how um, you toxicers run. Oh, there's a middle school. I like that. Is it? So you go from you go from year one to six, then from seven to nine, and then high school. What, what's so you're that not, like? So seven 10, to nine is middle school, and then ten eleven is high school. And I think that's a bit better. Yeah. Because that way, because think about it. Yeah, we were sitting sats that were deciding what sets we'd be in in school at the age of ten and eleven. Mm. I remember, uh, you know what I mean. I I remember. I had an awful, I mean, sats. Mm, yeah, no, I know what you mean, but... I've heard a 10, 11-year-old to sit an exam back then. Then again, like, everyone sits a sats and then you can move up and down sets if, yeah, you, if you it's appropriate in school anyway, so... Yeah, in the middle school system, sometimes people say, well, what does your, what does your eight look like in the middle school? Is it getting students ready for high mm. school? Yeah, I... Or is I it just kind of filling... I don't So like there's, there's swings and roundabouts for both, I think. I, I think. I think the system we've got is quite good, but... I don't know about mixing a sixth form. But like I've got there's year sevens knocking about and I'm eighteen. There's eleven year olds just kicking about, running about. Like. I'm glad we came here though. I I am a bit, but kind of wouldn't be in probably wouldn't be education office at Castle or Stoke. You get a lot more time with your teacher individually. Yeah, but do keep on top of you. It is a lot better than school though. Like way better. I miss school. Ask school. No, senior better senior mates every single day. No, it, I think. I, I was thinking, I was speaking to Max Aston yesterday and like, we'd love to go back for a week, but it is really long. Like, sitting in lessons, being told shut up. Cause, we like, still I'm do throwing. that, that's still the same I thing know, now. I know, but it's it? not as strict. And like, you do get shouted at and you get threes and then you get, oh, it's so long. But the concept of school is meant, but I think practically school isn't that good. But you won't have that again. I know, I know, I know. Really. I do miss it. And if I could go back for a week, I definitely would. Yeah, maybe maybe you know, forever would be a bit long, to be fair. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's round day. Yeah. yeah. I've, done it, for, day I've over done it for long enough. Right, and so, last question. You can change one law. We haven't, no, well, there's two questions left because there's one more that I want to ask. Oh, you, oh yeah, oh, okay. Okay. So you wanted one, didn't you? So I can change lo- one law. One law. There's a few that are just like no one really bats an eye at that really wind me up. Go on, Max. Go on, you give an, you give yeah, an example while I think about it. I haven't, I haven't had the time to get outraged yet. Mm-hmm. That's think. speeding. What? No. <laughs> Go on, talk you me can, through that one. You can. Because like, I'm inclined to agree with you to an extent. Because if you speed, yeah, there's so many loopholes around it for people to not get caught that you can basically speed. And there's not a lot of like consequences for it, but then, so just make it you can go anywhere as fast as you want. No, not anywhere. That is such a bad idea. Can you imagine? Do you know Grinley Lane next to Springcroft? <laughs> imagine whizzing up there and at like eighty mile an hour, going on the roundabout and just razzing it round. Yeah, okay, maybe not that one, but it just winds me up. I, I think there needs to be flexibility. Like you should be able to go as quick as you want on like a motorway or something. Yeah, like because in Germany there's no speed. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. In built-up areas, people do drive too fast still. Mm. Probably because they know that probably no one's going to catch them. Mm. But on the motorway, there's no reason 
why if they were to review it you know you look at Germany and there is no maximum speed limit as long as you're driving safely you know they've set the motorways up with nice wide lanes four of them speed limit still 70 mm. so to get anywhere if I want to drive to Manchester I can't go faster than 70 even so nobody else on the motorway mm. so that's one thing I think we want to review yeah. what, would, what would you change? I don't know at all that nothing really annoys me right. I'd change the voting age actually no I, I wouldn't uh, at all, I couldn't. I could. What are you going to change it to? Sixteen, I assume. Yeah. No. So many immature eleven. I mean, sixteen-year-olds. Like you think of us in year eleven. We were sixteen we should year not, time, No, we no year, year eleven. 11. We should not. We definitely should not be allowed to vote. Yeah, you're right. I right, feel like ask, ask your question. now I could vote. I probably would. You, you forgot the 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 question that I thought you were going to ask. If you could have. Three dinner guests, dead or alive, who would they be? Oh, is that right? I thought you had one. No. Did you not? No, I don't think so. I'm out. I'm sure we sat in that room last week and you're like, oh, I've got one. I did. You did, and I can't remember it now for life of me. I bet it was a really good question as well. Definitely wasn't. Oh, that's it. (laughs) Any other job on the same wage? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, So is that any other job and still be paid the same or any other job? But so like you you're on the same salary. Yeah. Okay. You're yeah. on the same salary, but you can do whatever job you want. Okay. Um. Something, and this is going to sound really weird, being a history teacher, but something to do with history. Um, like river management, because actually originally that was what I thought when I was at uni. That's what I thought I would do. Yeah. So floodplains, river management, flood defences, all that sort of stuff. Me, I find it time. fascinating. There was just nothing in terms of career mm. um, recruitment or anything at the time. So mm. I, I, had a, I had a real good look, went to all the careers fairs. There was nothing in terms of... Um, envi- it would have been the Environment Agency. There was nothing there at all. Fair. That makes sense because um, it mixes quite well with that geography. So yeah. uh, that's fair enough. But finding out about how to plan kind of housing areas and make them safe for rivers and mm. river flooding, all of that sort of stuff, fascinates me. But if they can't, um, but again, round here, there's not really the issue for flooding. Yeah. Blythe flooded in 19, 1987, but that was because of uh, a problem with a, a backed-up water main down here. So there was a massive flood, the whole area. If you, if you Google it, the Blythe flood, 1987. It was flooding that, that covered the bottom of Grindley Lane, all the way past the newsagents, down towards the, the, um, the um, nursery here and the nursery there. The whole of the area was flooded. So oh my all god! All of that's fascinating. Yeah, that, it was that, a thing. Shoot it was a thing. No way. That is mad. Where were you when this was going on, sir? I would have been five years old, living in Hanley. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That, with no, with that's no, no, yeah. For anyone listening who's still managing to listen to, I don't know Pat why you powered would. through to this point. I don't yeah. know why you still would be listening, but Google Blythe Bridge flood in nineteen eighty-seven. It's really interesting to see. So something like that, you know, me at uni being paid to figure out how to stop that happening again, would have found that absolutely fascinating. Mm. That is mm. dead cool. Follow your dreams, kids. <laughs> Follow your dreams. Right, and last one. Yeah. Dead or alive, three people. Oh, dinner party. Okay, so, um, again, I got a heads up on this one. Um, Who's been giving you all these heads ups? I can't dive up. Couldn't, I couldn't Definitely possibly confirm or deny who that might have been. Definitely miscarried through. Definitely miscarried. It might have been miscarried. <laughs> it might have been, I couldn't confirm it. So, I'd go with... Being the massive Star Wars nerd that I am, um, George Lucas, creator of Star Wars, 
Right. Still alive. Absolutely, definitely. 100% certain. George, is that not the guy from Little Britain? No, that's Matt Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Two very different people. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's quite a good one. And, you know, inspired by your uh, comment before about The Office, I'd go with um, Ricky Gervais. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ricky Gervais. Alive. Um, and I'd go with left field, um, fitting with my passion for golf, because I love golf, by the way. Do played you? since I was little. Where'd yeah. you play at? Uh, play at um, Leak. Oh, do you? I do, yeah. We should start that next yeah. season. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I love it. Um, you ever played down Creed, you did? Yeah, I used only to, once. I used to play that. Did you? Back in the day. Mm. Back in the good old days. Um, I didn't have the patience for it. My, uh, my fourth, my third, sorry, would be uh, a chap called Ben Hogan, who was a famous golfer, 1950s. Some, some say the best ever. Really? Mm. I have um, Jordan Spieth's signed glove. Wow, Nice. Very impressive. Got from the Scottish Open. Very impressive. There we go. So it's going to be Robin. I love Very impressive. <laughs> we'll, end it, we'll end it there, fellas. It's been an absolute pleasure, sir. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for writing me. Thank you. There it's we it's go. been great. I've actually enjoyed this one quite a lot. Cheers, Jazz. No, Cheers, don't enjoy the other ones. Hate it. Yeah. Especially Miss Cadry after snitching. <laughs> yeah. Not having it. Cheers, SK Adri. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you all for listening. Don't forget to follow, like, share the podcast around. Stay tuned for more guests upcoming. Don't go changing. <laughs>